0: Hello and welcome once again to the silk emanating from the virtual second language learners' classroom, as always. This is our third episode, my third episode. No guests today. Um today I'll be talking briefly, I'm going to reflect on a couple of the articles that we had to read for this, this chapter of this module. Um, first article we read was um, out of Haley and Austin's content-based Second Language Teaching and Learning, an Interactive Approach, and we read out of Chapter 6, Literacy and the English language learner. Uh, the second article was uh, from Boyle's, That's a Great Answer, Teaching Literature Response Strategies to Elementary ELL and Struggling Readers, and we read chapter four, Great Conversations. I'm just going to reflect on them briefly, and um, specifically I'm going to reflect on how they, uh, how they relate to my practice. Um, in the classroom, and and to challenges that I, I experience uh, on the daily in in my classroom, and uh, how how these articles reflect on my, my pedagogy and my my professional thinking and professional development. The first uh, the first article, Haley and Austin's uh, chapter, is dealing with. Um, Literacy as a a social discourse, uh, social construct, and this idea of critical literacy and the distinctions that we make, and a a couple of things that grab my attention right away. Um, On page 198, this idea that uh, learners develop uh, elements uh, that being language elements in terms of what one needs to be literate within a particular context. That really uh, struck me because recently I've been I've been struggling with my uh, with my role as as a teacher in, in my English uh, classroom uh, and and wondering. What what sort of literacy um, are we developing in in my classroom? What is the uh, you know what sort of literacy exchange are we are we my students and myself participating in? Um, the the just a little bit further on in this uh, in this chapter um, we get we get this uh, we get this line. Uh, much of the reading instruction students receive is uh, designed to provide requisite skills needed for performing well when using school tests. I think we can all relate to that and we can all agree that that is, that is mostly true. And of course, as teachers, it is our responsibility to ensure that uh, we, are, we are delivering uh, literacy and, and knowledge and language that is appropriate um, and conducive to student success. But my classroom is sort of unique uh, because it's the, only, it's the only opportunity that my students have to experience an uh, um, English immersion. The rest of their day is spent in, in Chinese classrooms and they are speaking Chinese and hearing Chinese and even in their other English classrooms they are instructed in Chinese um, so right away there's the, there's that distinction between social and, and academic uh, language strains they are not they have not received explicit restruct- instruction instruction um, in terms of uh, um, being guided through uh, through a lesson or through a process uh, they are. They have not been explicitly instructed in English, so I often find myself uh, having to um, having to teach um, about how I'm teaching the lesson. It's it's a little bit surreal sometimes, um, but I guess. The distinction that I'm trying to make is uh, between the academic and, and social uh, discourse and proficiencies. Because as an English teacher, my, my goal is to, um, is to develop an appreciation for the English language in my, in my students. Um, and I think I'm, I'm often frustrated at the lack of opportunity I have to do that given the curricular restraints um, and curricular mandates. Uh, I do have quiet reading time where I provided a, a variety of um, uh, a, a pretty good assortment of, of English texts and students do seem to engage and I know it's uh, it's a rare opportunity for them. Um, because I do, I want to, I want to develop uh, Learners that have an appreciation for, for reading and for the language outside of uh, what what they need to perform well on their on their English um, English exams, but I, I recognize my responsibility as well. So that's 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 one of my challenges right now. Just uh, discovering um, or balancing. The aspects of uh, of my role as as an English teacher in um, in a, um, an immersion an immersion classroom. Um, so this this got me thinking about um, because I my I, I recognize that the probably the best the best technique for developing um, genuine uh, social uh, literacy is um, having students talk to each other, um, talk you know, talk amongst themselves. But um, as uh, as Nancy Boyle points out in her um, her uh, her book, that's a great answer. And we read chapter four, great conversations. The the whole pair and share or group conversation process often breaks down. Um, I've I've experienced this many times. I mean, I I have success with it sometimes, um, but often it's not as successful as as I'd like it to be or as I'd anticipated it being. Um, And so this takes me back to uh, this idea of risk taking. And, and taking risks in the classroom that we considered in the last module. Um, because I, I really try and encourage my students to, to, uh, to try to try and to take risks. And I'm the first one to encourage peers and colleagues to take risks with a lesson. Uh, but it, if I'm being really honest, I think I am often reluctant to take, those risks myself. Um, I'm reluctant to uh, trust that I've I've um, I've developed a lesson that is going to be engaging enough or motivating enough, um, and so I, I will forgo. I will forgo forgo group work, um, and you know part of it is is trusting my students as well. Um, so. I, w- I really um, I was really taken with uh, it's a super super um, simple little uh, a little strategy for for turn and talk and group work that Boyle suggests um, offering them offering students a template or providing them with a template that. Suggests what they need to do. They need to talk about the topic. They need to stay focused They need to take turns with both people contributing so simple um, and Probably really effective Uh, I'm I'm actually going to incorporate this myself uh, in a lesson that I'll be doing on Monday Um, and I've I've sort of um, made a resolution that just in general I um, am going to take more risks in my practice. Um, I'm going to I'm going to start living by by what I preach. Um, <laughs> um, the last article that we uh, that we had to read. I just want to point out a couple of things that I thought were really really interesting it's from uh, the article increasing. ELL reading comprehension with nonfiction text. I really loved this idea of um, looking at oral production or oral literacy through the same lens as uh, as written literacy. The, the question that they ask is, "What happened to editing?" and uh, "What what did happen to editing?" You know, when, whenever I give my students um, an an assignment a writing assignment. I do. I provide, there, there are all those stages of, um, you know, coming up with ideas or brainstorming and getting your ideas down and organizing your ideas and, um, eliminating or expanding and, um, putting them together and trying to form this cohesion, um, and then revising. And we, we, we don't do that. I mean, again, this is what I really like about the pairing and and small group work is that students have that opportunity to reflect and to edit themselves um, uh, not in terms of what they're saying, but in terms of what they have said, you know, they they will get a response and they can, they can revise um, and reconsider um, and maybe expand and develop on ideas based on the reaction that they're getting from their peers and in a small uh you know a private or a more intimate um sheltered environment with with one or two students um, i can i can see this sort of um editing happening uh, much more likely to happen anyway Uh, so yeah i really like that and again it's it's encouraged me to um, to incorporate this, this strategy uh, more often in my own classroom and to trust my students uh, a little more. I, I, I want them to trust me, so I'm going to make an effort uh, to consciously uh, put more, more confidence and more faith in them and, and trust myself and the process a little more as well.